Hello everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome back to the channel and to episode 263 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast, because yes, indeed, this show is a podcast that I upload, or at the very least that I try to upload in a timely manner. I am several podcast behinds on various platforms, but hello everyone and thank you for joining. We are multi-streaming right now to DLive, to Odyssey, to YouTube, and also to Periscope as well. So wherever you are watching from, if there is a way for you to smash likes, light up fire buttons, whatever it is, subscribe, hit the bell. Please be sure to do so. That way you show your support of the channel and also that you uh, possibly can even help the channel in various ways by doing that also. Anyway, tonight I'm going to talk a little bit about a new film that just came out on Amazon Prime called The Tomorrow War, of which there are many people who who, who very strongly disagree with my take. Um, I've been playing around with YouTube shorts, and I think it might actually be a, a new way I go about putting out reviews for the channel. Um, saving, like, longer-form reviews. I, I still plan on doing the mini-reviews, even for the films that I might even still do a long-form review for, but I'm just liking having it be a 60-second soundbite, instant thoughts, instant reactions with the grades, and it seems to be doing pretty well, uh, especially compared to other videos. It's amazing how my 60-second reviews get more views than my full-fledged reviews. So uh, that's kind of the reason why I'm thinking more and more about maybe putting out more of those shorts on the channel instead of the official videos. But of course, I'll still do box office breakdowns and stuff like that. And Lord knows next weekend is going to be quite interesting because, of course, we got Black Widow coming out. Some projections have indeed shifted to have the film making a lot more than what they had originally thought the film to make. So it'll be interesting to see next weekend just how much or how little that film ends up making in the long run. But anyway, thank you all for being here today. Let's go ahead and see who is in the chat before we go any further. And, of course, our typical movie talk discussions is going to be part of the show as well. Also, I um, have been on Locals, actually, technically since January is when I set up an account over there. Uh, but today, I did finally decide to set the subscription fee if you want to be a subscriber on Locals. And basically, what it's going to be, and I'll go into more detail about it a little bit later, is that it's going to be the Keeper of the Bifrost level equivalent as what is found on Patreon and Subscribestar, and also uh, in most of the cases on YouTube memberships as well. Though with YouTube memberships, it's a little bit more—it's uh, a little bit more tricky of a thing with a couple of the categories. However, there are still options available for people to, if they want to, support the channel in different ways to do so. So, if anyone happens to use locals, likes locals, whatever it is, uh, that is right now uh, another location that you can uh, join if you want. But it's going to be for now, since there are no tiers on that platform yet, it is just going to be the Keeper of the Bifrost level, which includes access to giveaways that I do every single month. So that's 4K movies, Blu-ray films, digital codes. Uh, so you get access to those giveaways. You also, of course, get access to uh, the, the uh, once or twice a month podcast of me and John the Flick Pick Flickinger, uh, which also not only allows you to listen to and watch the show, because we do both an audio and video form, but it also allows you to put in any questions you want for the Q&A section that we do for those podcasts. So actually, that first post on uh, 
on locals and also other platforms should be posted relatively soon. And um, yeah, just want to give y'all people as much options and as many options as I possibly can. So if you want to support me on locals, uh, please consider looking me up, OMB Reviews over on Locals, and I'll try and get the links up. I had to rush a little bit to get the show started, which is why technically for me, I started a little late. Normally, I start right around 7, 6.59, um, and I had to start right around 7 today, and that was because uh, Baby Thor's bath time went a little bit longer because he woke up and never really had a really big nap, and there was just, yeah, you know, Baby Thor, babies in general. But thank y'all for being here today. Let's see who's in the chat. We got 70B in the chat. What is going on? And yes, indeed, that is how you uh, can get uh, noticed and get your comments read out loud as well. Uh, so again, please do be sure to put at Odin at the very beginning of your comment. At Odin, no matter what platform you are on, at Odin. It'll let me see. Orange Eye Reviews is a member. The only exception is if you are a YouTube member, because that's all my brain can handle for the moment. But Orange Eye Reviews says, I have come here to chew bubblegum and to watch Odin, and I'm all out of bubblegum. The commercial for They Live has actually been playing several times uh, while we, my wife and I have been watching this show called Face Off. So obviously not the classic Nicolas Cage film. I'm going to take his face off. Um, instead, it has been <laughs> the uh, the show. It's like a makeup show, basically. Uh, makeup and special effects. And they keep showing that on Peacock. Uh, that This promo for the films and stuff like that that they are having. And um, every time that we see it, she's she actually, my wife, is actually more intrigued by actually wanting to watch it potentially in the future. So we'll see. But yeah, great line orange chat reviews. Thank you for being here. Keck44, what is going on? Bruce, uh, since Bruce is here, uh, I want to shout out Bruce. Bruce sent me, <laughs> Lord, uh, he sent me, it's kind of a joke in the channel uh, if you've watched several streams, uh, but he has sent me, meet the Spartans officially on Blu-ray. I own it now. It's official. Meet the Spartans on Blu-ray, the unrated Pit of Death edition, a film that. I'm sure all of us were wanting me to watch and review. Um, so thank you very much, Bruce, for sending that my way. Uh, but also, really cool for him to do so. He sent me a very nice letter as well. Um, but also, he gave me, and it'll be the first one of the night, he gave me a $100 super chat. Bing, 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 bing. Thank you very much for the $100 super chat, Bruce. And also, thank you very much for the movie as well really does mean a lot. Also, it's funny because the last time that I had a super chat, um, I had a physical super chat in this way uh, from you. It was actually kind of interesting because it was during, I want to say it was still during like COVID times. And so I really wasn't going uh, out a whole lot. And so because of that, I actually still have the first $100 super chat that you gave me because it's in cash. And so it's just I haven't had to use cash a whole lot because pretty much most of the places that I go, I have the ability to um, to, to use a credit card and to use a, a debit card and stuff. So anyway, uh, I saw you said give it away. Uh, maybe in the future I'll give it away. But you know what? I don't mind having it in my collection. I think it's funny. I think it's fun. So, Bruce, thank you very much uh, for sending me that. It really does mean a lot. Uh, someone said, I think Robert Frey had like a buffering issue. I, I don't know if there's any buffering issues or not. All the settings that I have should be the exact same. So everything should be coming through for y'all. Okay. Um, and I believe 
This is Rosie G12. I don't know if Rosie G12 is in the chat yet, um, but looking at the chat where it is now. Uh, but a huge shout out to, I believe, Rosie G12, who sent me two movies. Uh, I think she had told me in advance that she was going to send these to me, which is why I think it was her. And it is James Cagney, well-known gangster, before or after, I think it was before he, he became officially a gangster, uh, Yankee Doodle Dandy on Blu-ray. So she's very excited for me to see this film and to uh, to actually have a conversation about it. So, yeah, I, I think James Cagney's awesome. And obviously this is a role that I am not really uh, that, that knowledgeable of him uh, as far as the personality. I don't know. Just doesn't come across as, as being that type of a actor, I guess you could say. And then she also sent me To Have and To Have Not, starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. So, again... Great cast right here. Very excited to see it. So again, I believe this is Rosie G12. So Rosie, thank you very much for sending this my way. Going my way. So thank you very much. And these are ones that I was actually able to pick up on Amazon recently because, uh, fun fact for anyone out there, uh, if you are a Blu-ray or physical media collector, Criterion Collection oftentimes goes on sale. It's actually, a lot of them have been perpetually on sale on Amazon, more so than what they normally would be. But there is the official sale going mostly through uh, Barnes & Noble, where they offer every Criterion sale, every Criterion uh, film 50% off, and Amazon has been matching them, and so I was able to pick up a couple of really uh, cool films on Criterion, films that I was able to first see actually on the Criterion channel, which, by the way, really great channel. Um, if you like Japanese cinema or a lot of old-school cinema or anything from Criterion Collection, they have most of the stuff on there, but they also kind of go through different months. They have different things on there, and certain things go away, certain things come back, but their Japanese collection is just bar none like one of the best, and so I was... I was I love these films so much that I decided to pick them up, especially since they were now on sale. And so one was Harakiri. Uh, so again, love this movie. Probably one of my probably one of my top favorite uh, samurai films by Masaki Kobayashi. Uh, also, of course, stars uh, Tatsuya Nakadai, who gives this incredible performance in the movie. And up until that point, my focus on Japanese cinema had basically been totally controlled by my love of Akira Kurosawa, which of course, you know, is very sensible because Akira Kurosawa is is one of the best. But Harakiri, the story that it tells and the way that it tells it, and again, that huge performance by Nakadai, this is now in the tops of of my fa- of all time favorite Japanese cinema. And it, it's up there for me with Seven Samurai, which is actually, I think, saying a lot and then the other film I picked up is actually one that is not as high up as Harakiri is, but I still I still really did like it. And I'm again kind of in the mindset now, especially with these movies going on sale, that I kind of want to pick up as many as I can because what I found was that there's a lot of films that they were initially released on DVD and now they're no longer available because they're out of print. And so now they've gone up a lot in price. And so part of me is like, well, if these are films that I still really enjoy and I want to be able to to have and I want to be able to hold. Um, you know, you obviously all can fill in the blanks from there, but this was also one that had a lot of really cool, awesome moments in it, and also features Tatsuya Nakadai and Toshiro Mifune, and I think I'm kind of in the position now where I almost want to buy every single film that that Toshiro Mifune has ever been in before, Um, and so anyway, I was able to pick up Sword of Doom 
on Criterion Collection Blu-ray. So I was able to pick that up as well. Very excited. And there's a lot of others that I have my eye on um, that are on sale. And um, one of them is actually one that's been on sale for a while. And I'm, I'm kind of wondering if this is going to go on even more on sale. And that's they actually have the entire Zatoichi uh series of movies in a, like a box collector's edition and on Amazon it's like $130 I think for all 25 movies which when you break that down it's it's actually kind of nice you know it's not that bad of a price but again we're seeing a lot of different deals going you know coming and going every single day there's one film uh, series actually called The Human Condition and this is also a film featuring Tatsuya Nakadai as well which I based on the reviews and the comments that I was seeing on it it's phenomenal from what I've heard. It's like three, three hour movies, essentially uh, chronicling the, 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 the travel of this one character played by Tatsuya. And I'm very excited because that will be coming in pretty soon, I think. But anyway, um, just a little, little bit of a tangent there, but still, uh, I think very important to uh, to mention for sure. Alex McCarthy in the chat. What's going on? Alex says, uh, howdy. Oh, and how's it going? House Thor tomorrow, uh, t- tomorrow war nine out of 10. Yeah, I'm going to talk about my thoughts on Tomorrow War because I'm going to tell you right now, based on the responses and the comments that I've been getting, uh, a lot of y'all love it, and I'm not with you from an objective or a subjective level. Actually, sorry, from an objective level. Subjectively, I was able to enjoy a lot of it, and again, I'll get more into that when I do more of it, like an official review and breakdown, because there are a few key things that I have seen every single person who has disagreed with me bring up which I do think needs to be talked about because I almost feel like some people, not everyone, but some people are falling into this trap of basically being the opposite of what we fight against. And I'll explain that a little bit more uh, when we get down the line just a little bit more. But we did have uh, a few donations here. So, Rusty Shackelford, thank you for the $10 donation via Streamlabs. Thank you for donating via Streamlabs because YouTube don't get none of that. It says, don't really have a question. Just want to wish you and your family a happy 4th of July. Amen to you, brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Rusty Shackelford, yeah. Uh, I think we're going to be barbecuing some burgers tomorrow. I have some hot dogs, too, that I might want to uh, cook up because I got some extra, got like an extra meal uh, when I was at the grocery uh, today. So, you know what? Some hot dogs and some burgers, they sound delicious. They sound delicious and very, very excited. So, absolutely. Uh, Andrew Hoyle, thank you very much for the 10, I'm just going to say pound super chat, euro super chat. I can never tell. And people always are like, oh, it's if you look at it, you see it's different. To me, they all look like E's. Both of them look like E's to me, at least from my own screen. But anyway, Andrew Hoyle, thank you for that. I'm just going to say the $10 super chat. Says, happy 4th of July. Here's some pennies to get your Biden discounted hot dog. Come on, man. What are you talking about? What do you mean it's gonna be? What do you mean it's gonna be discounted? By the way, uh, if you watch Friday Night Tights, I I still need to actually like sit down and watch all of the work that that comedian that we always feature and always watch on the channel has done because his Biden is just fantastic. Matthew Hines says, speaking of getting films, oh first off, Matthew Hines, thank you for the ten dollars super chat. Thank you, man. Speaking of getting films, getting sent to you, I got my hands on Sicario and Train to Busan, both on Steelbook, headed your way. Uh, just heads up at the post office. Well, Matthew Highland, thank you very much, man. Yeah, I actually, I have the Train to Busan steelbook. Uh, unless this is different. Um, but I always like having variations of films in my sets. Train to Busan is fantastic, so thank you very much. And as always, if I ever have a duplicate, 
it's great because it just means that I can use it as a giveaway on the channel, which always makes me happy. Yeah, Golden Ration, I see you in the live chat. Those look the same to me. I know that there's like a slight difference, but they're both E's. <laughs> they're both E's. Why couldn't Pound just be a P? Why did the UK have to make things so crazy and make the E look like the other E? It drives me nuts. <laughs> Anyway, uh, but Matthew Highland, uh, getting back, thank you very much. Yeah, and I, I I do already have Sicario, but I forget which version of Sicario that I have. I'm looking over at my Blu-ray collection right now to see what edition of the film I have. Yeah, I have that movie on Blu-ray. Uh, I actually have the second film on, I think, 4K. So that's going to fit mighty nicely. So thank you very much, man, for getting Sicario on Steelbook. I do like my Steelbooks. I love my steelbooks. Uh, sorry, anyone's having buffering. All I can say is hit the refresh. Hit the refresh. Do what you can. And hopefully no one else has any major issues in the chat. Let me go back to the chat because it looks like some comments are starting to get skipped. So, Matthew Highland, hail to you. Uh, Keela, uh, Keely Child, thank you for being here as well. Andrew Hoyle, again, thank you so very much for the 4th of July wishes. I very much appreciate it. Bruce, thank you again for sending those uh, awesome gifts my way, especially that super, super, super chat. Uh, Matt Hahn says, have you collected all the Infinity streaming sites? <laughs> I feel like I'm well on the way to filming, uh, to collecting the vast majority of, of streaming sites. I, I have way too many. I was telling that to a good friend of mine. I was like, I have too many streaming sites. There are too many streaming sites now. It's going to be just like cable in a matter of years. Where, oh, you can get this giant collection of all of the services all bundled together, and it's going to be the same cost of what cable used to be, which defeats the entire purpose. Laura says, you know, I dislike time travel movies, but I want to support Chris Pratt by watching The Tomorrow War today. 30 minutes into the movie, so I can't judge it yet. And again, I am not going to tell anyone to not watch the movie. I'm not going to do that. Because I do think there are good things in the film. I think there are things that are worth commending. And I I think what you just said, Laura, I think is a totally reasonable uh, reasonable uh, motivation to want to watch it. To support someone like Chris Pratt. I'm totally on board with that. And uh, if it ever has seemed like I'm, I'm not... Uh, please, I, I hope no one has taken me the wrong way on, on my thoughts if you watched my short, and uh, obviously I'll go into more detail once I catch up. Andrew Hoyle says, Odin, try not to drop your phone on your keyboard. I hear it's disastrous for live streams, he says. Yes. Uh, if you watched <laughs> you watched Friday Night Tights last night, that's exactly what Gary did, and it shut down the stream. Yes, indeed, it did. Golden Ration, what's going on? Yeah, we'll talk about that film probably next week. Um, I still don't know exactly if I'm going to watch that in theaters or how I'm going to watch it. I don't know. I don't know. Laura says, Star Wars Theory is on TikTok. The 60-second format was just extended to three minutes. Really? Okay. Is that, like, something brand new that has happened? Because I kind of like having it be the 60 seconds because it limits me, and I think it makes it a little bit more palatable. But, yeah, you know what? I might be into it. I might be into trying to make it more Phonemo over on DLive. I got my DLive fam watching. Thank y'all for being here. Honestly, fam, y'all hold tight. I will say hello to y'all when I when I can get to a comfortable place here on the 
uh, YouTube DLive chat. Soul Assassin, what's going on? Glad to see you in the chat. Marby Dog tagged and says, the box office numbers are totally manipulated. Hollywood is hiding their failures. I mean, it really kind of depends on what we mean by manipulation. Uh, I think that when it comes to the case of Black Widow, the issue is not going to be how much the film makes like like actual, like what the numbers are being released, but how they try and hide any numbers, whether they're good or bad, behind the $30 they're charging behind their paid walled service of Disney+. Plus. That, to me, I think is going to be the way that they can hide numbers now, because if you put something out on a streaming service, they can spin anything they want. They can say, it was the most seen movie this week. It was seen 2,000 times more than any other film this month. And that doesn't actually tell us about actual numbers. Anyway, what's going on? Your Muslim uncle says, love your love and hip-hop season two promo. They really got tour demographic. You re- They really got your demographic. Love and hip-hop? What? <laughs> I don't understand. Rob D says, hello, Odin, I haven't watched Tomorrow War. Been crazy between work life and personal life. So many books I want to read and so many movies I want to watch, but can't find the time to. Rob D, dude, I feel the same way. Being being full full stay-at-home dad uh, the entire month of June and, and now early uh, July has been pretty tough as far as, you know, finding those extra bits of time. Uh, but Baby Thor does start at daycare this week. Uh, something that would be really good for his development, socialization. So there's a lot of really important things that I, I think that we're we're very excited about seeing um, and really excited about for him. But also it does mean I'm going to have a little bit more free time. And I had a schedule all planned out for my summer. And then, of course, me thinking, oh, yeah, because because baby Thor is just going to sleep exactly during these time periods and all these. I couldn't plan anything extra. It was so difficult. I had people, um, for instance, shout out to Midnight's Edge After Dark. Shout out to Tom. Like he several times in the beginning of the summer was like, hey, man, we want you on. We want we want to talk to you. And I'm like, I just I can't commit to anything right now because I don't know. Um, I don't know <laughs> what the sleep schedule is going to be like. And I kind of I kind of got to go get him out of bed when he wakes up. Uh, let's see. Chapman Rising says, how is Locals not a dating website? I've asked the same question so many times. Uh, Dominic the Writer, thank you very much for being here today. Yeah, seriously. Um, and, and for the whole month of July, they're going to be on sale. So yeah, tons of Criterion Collection Blu-rays on sale. But what I will say is this. Um, the Criterion channel has a plethora of Criterion movies. And what I will say is that uh, you, uh, you, you actually get access to a, a huge chunk of the entire library of Criterion. And so if you're someone where you maybe don't have the money to spend on the actual physical media parts, what you probably could do is you could try and, and like maybe even work it into a budget where, hey, I'll get the Criterion channel because uh, you get two weeks for free. So I would say that is worth it alone. You get two weeks to, for free to watch as many movies as you want. Try things out. See how everything works. There's a mobile app. It works on. Uh, there's an app for uh, for my Shield TV. So for Android uh, streaming devices, there's I think for every streaming device there is a Criterion channel. Um, I haven't tried out Roku yet, but I would assume that there would be. So yeah, try it out for two weeks and be like, all right, maybe I can save some money and then find out if there's even other more movies that I want to be able to actually buy and own one day. Indeed, Bruce, I will uh, probably end up doing that, but I'm going to, I'm going to definitely, I do, I do want to watch it since you sent it just so I can talk about it. Uh, and just like Laura here says, yes, meet the Spartans. It's horrible, but it does have Kevin Sorbo. And I think that should make all the difference. 
Hamilton Berger says, you should make Meek the Spartans a double feature with the legend of awesome Maximus. The world needs to know which 300 base spoof is the best. The legend of awesomest Maximus? I don't think I've ever heard of that one before. By the way, Hunky Chunky Funky Monkey, welcome to you. Thank you very much for being in the chat as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my goodness, Dominic says he picked up 15. Now, even on sale... Most of them, I think the lowest that I saw was like around $15 maybe, uh, but most are usually around 20 so you do the math on that, man. But hey, it's a great time to get them because they sometimes there are only so many copies that are available, and I totally get it. As a collector, I get it. Michael Skewiff, what's going on, man? Welcome back to the channel. Uh, your Muslim uncle who's a member, says, I need to watch all your Japanese movie reviews. I love them. Well, thank you very much for loving the reviews. And yeah, please do. Please do. By the way, I like how it puts it here because this tells me it was a great British pound. See, I like it showing up here because then I am able to tell it's a pound, whereas in Streamlabs, it actually does not really show up that way at all. Let's see. Hamilton Baga says, you should watch Shane. Great movie. Oh, yeah. It's amazing how many Westerns I have been recommended since I saw my first John Wayne movie. Uh, and I, everyone was like, this is your first John Wayne movie with the man who shot Liberty Valance. And uh, I definitely do plan on watching more uh, in the genre. Definitely plan on seeing more in the genre. What's going on? Gary Banjo Sandwich Worthington says, please watch Nobody Knows and Shoplifters Classics. I don't know of that. I don't know of those, actually. Nathan Slay, have you watched any Bruce Lee movies yet? If not, do you think you're going to check those out? I've actually not seen any Bruce Lee films. I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I honestly don't know. Uh, my dog, Japanese horror is really good. Audition is the most disturbing movie I've seen. I don't tend to do horror films. That's not really my genre. Not to say that they're not good or well-made. I just know that there are a lot of really scary, terrifying American remakes of Japanese films. So, Inferitor, who's a member, hail to you. Glad to see you, as always, here in the chat. Thank you. Let's see. Will Gentry over on DLive. Not many here tonight. Yeah, it's been a little bit slower. It's been a little bit slower over on DLive. By the way, I did implement something new for the YouTube chat where you have to be a subscriber in order to be able to put a chat. So just need to be subscribed to the channel. And also, you have to be a subscriber. I think I have the limit right now to five minutes. So hopefully that should help with any... I don't, we haven't really had issues with a lot of trolls. But I can see how on bigger channels, that could actually be a huge game changer. Because then you don't have those people with a thousand different inappropriate profiles and random bot accounts who just randomly come in and start spamming things. And so having that ability to say, you have to be a subscriber for this long. Similar to what I did on DLive. Now... DLive, I said it for a lot longer because very few people watch on DLive and it's just something that I think just makes a little bit more sense to have it have their set at an hour or so. And uh, yeah, I think that's a pretty a pretty good one. I, I, I wouldn't do that for YouTube though because it's not as, not as bad. Will Gentry, uh, let's see. He says, I've got one thing to say. 4-0 baby, hashtag it's coming home. Oh, is that the Euro Cup? I have not been watching any of it. Um, I kind of wish I was though because whenever I start watching it, like I get into it. I get into it, man. They just say, I rewatched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood recently, and you know what? It was better than the first time I watched a very good movie. I feel like you've said that before, or you've said that about another Quentin Tarantino film. And I, I think that's the kind of thing. Tarantino movies, the more you watch them, the more you like them, typically. It's usually not the other way around. Laura says, looking forward to discussing the Tomorrow War on the Chosen stream. Yeah, probably next weekend. So any of my Chosen who are here right now, uh, start looking at next Sunday as being the, uh, the option there. All right, and now I can shout out. So 12 minutes ago, Michael Skewith, thank you again for a six 
British Pound Super Chat. Like that, I can see that it's pounds. Six pounds super chat. Thank you very much, man. It says, have you seen the new picture of Michael Keaton returning as Bruce Wayne in The Flash? He was filming near my apartment. Are you excited for the film? I'm excited for what could be a cool uh, return for Michael Keaton because he looks great. Uh, so from the image that I saw, I have seen the image. The image looks great. However, do I have any hope whatsoever that the Flash movie is going to be good to where I'd be excited for it? Heck no. And it, it really comes down to the fact that the writer on the movie is the same writer behind Birds of Prey. Who is also the same writer behind Bumblebee, who is also the same writer behind a couple other DC projects. She's kind of like this go-to person for them. Uh, Christina Hodson. So yeah, I, I, have, I really don't have a lot of desire to watch that film. Uh, because I, I'm, I just, I'm not really into the uh, DC EU. Just another red shirt. Welcome to the channel. Thank you very much for being here. I think we're very close to me being caught up. Uh, in fear, too, as a member says, reviews watched tomorrow at war last night. It was all right. Seven out of 10 for me. Yeah. And I think that to me sounds a little bit more fair than, than the high scores. A lot of people are giving it, but that's just my own opinion on that. Andrew Hoyle says we have never, nor will ever use euros in the UK. It's pounds. Dang nabbit. And again, when it shows up to me, it doesn't tell me where you're from. Again, you saw the difference when it's in the chat over here, it shows up, but I'm behind in the chat. And so therefore it doesn't show up right away. Whereas with in Streamlabs notifications, all it has is a little symbol next to it. And I don't know what the symbols mean because they both look like E's. And so even if I studied it and remembered it, I, I would forget it at some point. Hopefully uh, all the buffering has stopped for different people. Hunga Chunga Funga Monkey says double line equals Euro. Single line equals pound. Double line Euro. Single line pound. Okay. I'm trying I'm trying to find let me go back and find the one that he was trying to Golden Ration was trying to explain it to me. Okay. Okay, I think that kind of makes sense. But from a distance with the way my monitor's set up, it's hard to tell whether or not there are one or two lines in the middle there so all right so that was andrew hoyle andrew hoyle then says pounds came first <laughs> the pounds came first as now this thing is lacking oh lord <laughs> say that 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 started to fall behind for me uh and again hunga chunky funky monkey thank you very much why is that lagging for me that's kind of weird that's kind of weird there. All right, Matthew Highland, and then we'll jump over to Odyssey. It was limited edition from Best Buy. I saw it and said, OMG, Odin would love this. Dude, Matthew Highland, thank you so much. And I absolutely will love it because Sicario is probably one of my favorites uh, of the modern era of filmmaking for sure. What's going on, Odyssey fam? We got Hunga Chunky Funky, or sorry, we got Gmonkey76, Baba Yogi, what's going on? Thank you very much for being here. He says, I 100% agree with your future war take. Watchable but forgettable. Thank you, man. Yeah. Absolutely. 100% agree. Very watchable, but I leave plot and logic at home. Uh, and again, for me, plot is important. Plot is a key element to filmmaking, just at an objective level. Two of you in the chat says the Flash movie is going to suck. Michael Keaton can't save that disaster. Probably not. And then Baba Yogi says, I think DC movies are dead until they hire fans to write good stories. And of course, as um, one of the famous three amigos once said, that'll be the day. 
<laughs> it's sad, but it is honestly something probably that, uh, yeah. Anyway, honestly, fam, thank you all for being here. I'll catch up with you all in a little bit. James Dossier, thank you for the download donation via Streamlabs. Thank you very much. Says, hey, Odin, hope you are have a great 4th of July. Also, have you seen the movie Free Willy from 1993? Yes. Yes, I have seen it, and it's a classic. It's a classic from my childhood, and uh, it's great. I very much enjoy that movie. All right, just another red shirt has a comment here. It says, I had to resubscribe before I would be allowed to comment. I got a pop-up that said, can't send messages because you subscribe to this channel while watching a video made for kids. Wait, uh, send messages because you subscribe to the channel while watching a video. What? Okay, that doesn't make any sense. Literally, the only thing I touched, the only thing that, that I put down was subscribers only, which is pretty sensible for a live stream. And it's like, if you want to subscribe... And chat, hey, you just got to wait five minutes. That's weird, though. I don't know why it said anything about the the videos made for kids stuff. Because mine, I always put, are not made. Because that stuff is just, yeah, it messes things up. All right, Robert Frey's, uh, I'm sorry to hear that y'all are, I, yeah, you and Nathan. It doesn't seem like everyone's having that issue, though. So I think it might be uh, just a... It might, it might be an internet issue on your side. Also, please keep this in mind. I am streaming out at 1080p, 60fps. Not everyone's internet signal can handle that. So one thing that might help with any buffering is go to the little cog on YouTube and set, the, set it to a lower resolution. And, and that should help if it is still something that's coming up. Let's see. Andrew Hoyle says, Euros are about as useful as Disney dollars. Ah, okay. Okay. Orange Chat Reviews. I saw a great comment, by the way, and I can't wait to get to it at 7.33, but um, it is, of course, uh, a different time in the chat. It's 7.18 in the chat. That's where I am with Orange Chat Reviews. So he says at 7.18, the circle of death invades this channel. I will deploy countermeasures. Oh, no. Oh, no. And again, that could be a reason for several people, to be honest. All right. Phonemo over on DLive says the worst part is having so many that you forget you have one. Yeah, absolutely, Phonema. Agreed. Yeah, talking about uh, Blu-rays. Yeah, you look over, and it's just like, okay, there's a lot of movies there. I know that I have a lot of said movies, but then there's other films where it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I do have that movie. Typically, typically they're movies that are not, like, classics or not are not films that you would think that you would want to buy right away. Um, but it is interesting how that how that works. C70B says, I don't look at your shorts. I'm a lady. Ah, of course, of course. Hamilton Baga says you're having a Fourth of July barbecue. Don't spend the 0.16 all in one place. <laughs> Definitely won't, Hamilton Baga. Definitely won't. Uh, Phonemo says I'm talking about streaming services. Um. Oh. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. No. No. But it's true of Blu-rays too. Like forgetting that you have one in your collection. Streaming services also is the same too. It's like, wait, do I have that one yet? I could have sworn I had that at some point. We actually had that issue happen because, like, especially when you do, like, free trials and stuff like that, and then you forget if you've canceled the free trial beforehand. Uh, Hammond Burger says, The UK pound looks like a fancy L because the Latin term for pound starts with L. The same reason Americans use LB as abbreviation for pound. Interesting. I actually didn't know that you say that, and yet... Again, I see I see two uh, two E's. I still see two E's. 
Alrighty then. Soul Assassin says here, are you going to start watching Western films now? They and Samurai films have a lot in common. Yes, Samurai films are so much more enjoyable for me because I find Samurai culture, Japanese culture, um, much more interesting than Western culture. That And again, that's just a preference. Michael Hickson, welcome to the chat. Laura tagged and says here, I've never seen a Bruce Lee movie either, and I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood ruined him for me. Oh, no, don't tell people that. Some people will get uh, mad again at the way that he was presented. Mr. Roy, welcome back. Glad to see you here. Uh, Simon, what is going on, Simon? Thank you very much for being in the chat. FP Sunny, what is going on? Where's your other channel? What do you mean, my other channel? I got OMB Reviews. And then I got the OMB Report, which is the only real different channel. And then I'm available on, vi- on various social media platforms and um, places like Patreon, Subscribestar, things like that. So I don't which which one are you talking about? Gary Banjo Sandwich says Tomorrow War may be better in the future. Says Gary, thank you very much for that. And uh, thank you. We'll go ahead and let that segue in as the comments build back up uh, for me to talk about my own thoughts about. Uh, about the Tomorrow War. So here's the thing. The Tomorrow War film, starring Chris Pratt, just got released. It does have a lot of things going for it. Let's talk about some positives here. Because in my 60-second clip, there's only so many things that I can talk about. But let's break it down to positives and negatives. Positives. I actually love the creature design. The aliens that are in the movie, I think, are very well designed. I think the way in which they are able to to kill people very quickly and are able to really just overwhelm the human population makes a lot of sense and, and works very well. And you really do feel like the stakes are incredibly high because of just how powerful these beasts are. Not to mention their skin on the outside is is so hardened that it can repel any type of bullet fire, and so literally you have to get underneath where the belly is soft in order to be able to take any of them out, which can be very tricky, especially with how they run as they are shooting uh, these spikes at you from their limbs, which obviously if you overthink that part of it, you're like, okay, well, how does that happen? But to me, it's like it's an alien species, it can work. Like, it's an alien species, and so you could make any argument that could totally have that make sense, and so that's not really that big of an issue. But the design of the characters I thought was really good. CGI for the most part, was also, I think, pretty solid, with the big caveat being any of the really big sequences and the big scenes, especially when fire was involved, that's when it kind of started to fall apart for me, but CGI, as a positive, goes back to those characters being well-designed, looking really good, and also uh, being able to show from that that there is some creativity still left in Hollywood when it comes to concept and creature design though you know as you know for me I always prefer actual you know costuming and, and things like that but I think for a CGI character for a CGI monster it was pretty well conceived and well constructed also I think there are some really good acting in the film too I think Chris Pratt does a fantastic job in the film all right, I think that I think I think that he does a fantastic job in the movie. I think that his acting is is fine for what it is. However, again, I'm going to make this a positive and negative. Even though I think he does a great job, I personally did not really get a whole lot of emotion in the more emotional moments from him. And uh, that's not to say anything against him. I would say it probably has more to do with the director of the film than anything. Not really being able to to get the type of performance that you would need to get out of a character in that time. Again, it's not that it was a bad 
moment or a cringeworthy moment. I think it was passable, was fine, but it was still something where I'm like, wait a minute, this is still, you know, interesting nonetheless. And anyone trying to say like, oh no, spoilers, et cetera, et cetera, it's really not spoiling anything at this point because any trailer is going to have shown these things in them. So uh, anything that would be conceived as spoiler, I, I probably won't go into. Um, but also do keep in mind that I do have a negative view of this film. And typically when I have negative views of films, I don't care as much about spoiling films. But there is really nothing, I think, in this movie that is so mind-blowing that to know about it in advance or to even hear about it in advance is going to have any impact on whether you enjoy the film or not. Unless reviews of films have impacts on how you view films, which can sometimes be the case. Anyway, kind of getting back into it, uh, talking there about the acting. There's also a really great supporting cast that exists throughout the movie. Uh, exists throughout the movie as well. Uh, there's one character who actually I was first introduced to in Veep. I, I forget the actor's name, but he's great. He's hilarious. He is exactly what he needs to be. I think he worked very well. Uh, I think the chemistry uh, between him and some of the other characters that are also in conjunction with uh, Chris Pratt um, in the future, I think, do and work very well together as such. And so, again, there are these positive things, these positive elements that exist, and I think that there are definitely some entertaining moments to see. The entertaining blockbuster moments, but those entertaining blockbuster moments that happen throughout the film cannot make up for a subpar story. No matter how fun a sequence might be, no matter how much I might personally be a fan of someone like Chris Pratt, cannot fix a broken story. And at the end of the day, this story is rooted in time travel. And obviously, this is something that you all know, if you've watched me for a while, was a huge issue in Endgame. Endgame decided to establish rules, change them several times, and then even when they changed them, they never followed them. So Endgame, to me, was a complete atrocious mess of a story, especially compared to Infinity War, which was a lot more tight, which made a lot more sense. And I didn't think that any film would do a worse job with time travel. I'm going to say this right now. If you're going to be honest with yourself, this movie, The Tomorrow War, does a worse job with time travel than Endgame did. So if anyone has ever been critical of Endgame's story and time travel and you're not going to talk about it with this film, I'm sorry, but there's a little inconsistency there. Because the issue with this film and its time travel is concerned is that it kind of ignores the butterfly effect, I guess you, you could say. Like, it kind of ignores that, that element. And then what makes it worse, too, is that throughout the movie, they introduce new things that don't need to be in the film, dealing with time travel that just make things so much more convoluted. And the reason why it's frustrating, the reason why it's not an overreaction, the reason why it's not an overthinking of it is because it's something that exists for no reason, for no purpose, something that they did not need to do, something that they could have not had to have mentioned, and the story would have actually been okay. The story actually would have been better because at least it would have made a little bit more sense, especially towards the end of the film. There are certain things that happen in the end of the film that, to me, are so convoluted and just throw into your face saying, okay, I'm telling you right now, this, you know, as you're as you're hearing the words being said, this does not make sense, but hey, just just accept it. And I can't. I can't. And the reason why I can't is because if it's really bad storytelling, 
if it's stuff that doesn't make sense, and if you're adding things in to try and add some new level of emotional response and new emotional levels and characters being in conflict because of what's now been added into it, but what has been added into it has just made the entire central plot, which again, based in time travel, similar to Endgame, a giant mess. A huge mess. And that's the reason why I gave the film a C-. There are so many... Cool moments in the movie. Chris Pratt is fine in the movie. Great most of the time. But the time travel is unforgivable. It's a central part of the plot. And this is something that I've said constantly before. If the plot isn't good, if the plot falls apart, if the story is not good, and again, a central part of the story is time travel. If time travel does not work, which this one... What's even worse is that this is the type of time travel not working that I would say most people could see. Especially towards that end where you're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. If you're going to do this, then why the heck didn't you just do that instead? And again, why? Because it doesn't make sense. And it's interesting to me how I always hear people respond with, well, just got to turn your brain off, man. It's just a, it's just the movie you watch with the popcorn shoving in your mouth, which I get. I totally understand. But it's one thing for you to say, I subjectively enjoy a movie and this is my experience versus you saying it's a good movie. Those are two very, very, very different things. To say something is a good movie is an objective statement. To say I enjoyed the movie is a subjective one. Objectively, this movie has good things, but the story is broken at a key level. And if a, if a story in a narrative is broken at the key level, the hinge that holds it all together, which is time travel, if they can't even make that hinge make sense, the entire story falls apart. You can't have a good story in that instance, which means you can't have a good movie, objectively speaking. So again... If you subjectively enjoyed the film, I have no issue with that. If you still have interest in the movie, please go watch it. If you want to watch it because you want to support people like Chris Pratt, etc., please go ahead and do so. But I tell you this. I tell you this. The number one thing that I keep hearing about why people like this movie, other than Chris Pratt, well, it's not woke. And this is getting back to what I said in the very beginning. We can't fall into the same trap that other people fall into. How is that any different than someone saying, I don't like this movie because it's not woke enough? You know, we're critical of people who say that. And yet I've heard so many, countless people say, well, hey, it's not woke. I liked it for that. Well, hey, at least it's not woke, or hey, it's not woke. I've seen people do streams, I've seen people do reviews of it, and they're looking at what's happening on Rotten Tomatoes, which, again, we should never take them seriously. We know that they're a joke. We know that they're going to attack Chris Pratt. But because we like Chris Pratt and because we hate wokeness does not mean that we should therefore say, we're going to forgive everything, all of the issues that this movie has, Simply because it's not woke, or because we don't, or because we do like people like Chris Pratt. Again, you can enjoy the movie. No problem. Enjoy it. Please enjoy it. If you can. But do not say it's a good movie. One is an objective statement, one is a subjective statement. Anyway. 
It doesn't make it a good movie. Again, you can enjoy it. That's opinion. You can enjoy it. But you cannot say the movie is a good movie. That's an objective statement because it lacks wokeness. That's, that's not an objective standard. Sorry, got, got more heated than I probably should have on that one, but I had to get out there because I've had so many people leaving comments and disagreements and everything, and I'm just like, you're sounding a lot more like people that we're usually critical of. You're just coming from the opposite side, and I don't think we should be in that position. Anyway, uh, Dom of the Rider, I just saw these movies, and I'm like, man, those are great. 12 Angry Men, classic one of the first films I got on Criterion. Moonstruck, good movie. I don't know if I'd ever want to buy it, though. I just... Share nowadays kind of spoils that movie for me. My Man Godfrey, I've actually never seen it. All About Eve, I don't think I've seen that one. Ace in the Hole, not seen it. Graduate, classic. Passion of Jonah Arc, always wanted to see it because it's the classic silent film. I think that's also available on Criterion Channel, actually. And then Breathless, actually, I haven't heard of that one. So thank you for sharing that list with us. All right, Bastard America... <laughs> says it must be serious. It must be serious, indeed. Let's see. Rob D says, I'd love to be in a live stream where someone donates $1 billion Zimbabwe dollars and the YouTuber thinks they are now rich. Wouldn't that be interesting? Wouldn't that be interesting? Um, People, yeah, seriously. Hunky, chunky, fucky, don't accuse me of being on Odyssey. Jeez, and I thought you liked me. Um, you're, you're English though. So, I mean, <laughs> uh, inferior says, see what two timelines equals euros. Sad frumpy looking E great British. Pra-. Again, those look the exact same to me. I know they're different. I can see that there's, there are slight differences. This is true. There are slight differences. Um, but it, yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Let's see. Michael Skewiff says, uh, Michael Keaton, the girl who plays, who is playing Supergirl, were both filming by St. Paul's Cathedral, which is about five-minute walk from my apartment. It is standing in for Central City. Very cool. Very, very, very cool. Uh, let's see. Rob D says, uh, ODE re- retitled this stream. Chad explains to me the difference between the pound and the euro. Indeed. Uh, Bifford a Hobbit. Yes. Hello. Hello, good sir. Didn't you? Yeah, yeah, didn't. No, there was someone else who got their channel deleted. But yeah, Bifford a Hobbit. Hello. I see you. Hunky Chunky says, you're buffering like mad for me at 144p. And again, I, I honestly don't have any idea why. I know that in the very beginning, there was some random frame dropping. But since then, I, I don't think there has been a whole lot. And there's, there's really no reason. Because again, my settings are the exact same as they've they've always been so i don't know why that would be happening i do not know why apologies to hear that though let's see michael michael hickson says i really like the end uh end battle in tomorrow war great to see dads kicking a but i got legend of the sword vibes story sprinted from point to point like it was a presentation and not a film yeah, um, and the bigger, the, also another big issue with the movie is that the movie has a great ending point around an hour and 40, hour, 45 minutes in, and then it keeps going. And in the story, it makes sense for them to keep going, 
But I had that moment almost of like, oh, another 30 minutes. Okay. Uh, Kaylee D, welcome to the chat. Glad to see you in the chat. Now let me find a place to pause, and then I'll jump over to my Odyssey fam. Yeah, uh, it's been re- it's be it's been renamed for a while now, good sir. Been renamed for a while. Uh, Michael Skewis says, "I saw the 2016 Westworld series for the first time the other day. Only the first episode, but it was creepy." I also liked the 1973 Yul Brenner Westworld movie. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the movie. That's the one that I I have only seen a half of. I always get that confused for some reason with Dune. Dune, I did end up finishing. Um, this film, I don't think I did. But I wasn't a fan of the first half that I watched it. However, the series, the first season's so good. First season's fantastic. Everything else, just not. Again, I don't really think anything I said was an actual, like, spoiler. To me, spoilers are key points to the plot that have not been and could not have been seen in a trailer or promotional material. And everything that I had mentioned is stuff that w- would not have been hard to uh, to see. So, All right, let's see. Jedi Knight, welcome back. We got Greta Zetter. What's going on, Greta? How's it going? Let's see. Bruce says, let me guess. The main future woman he interacts with is, um, well, um, I won't say anything about that because I honestly can't tell um, what kind of a place that's coming from. And again, to say anything more than that would give too much away. I may have already given too much away. Mark 63366, most important parts of films, story, 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 and story. Mark, thank you. Exactly. If you don't have a good story, you don't have a good movie. Objectively. If we're talking subjectively, you can enjoy a lot of things. I enjoy The Room. The Room is an objectively terrible movie. Not an objectively bad movie, an objectively terrible movie. Tomorrow War is objectively bleh. Again, I broke it down. It's got some good stuff. It's got some bad stuff. But story is a central part to this. And if you can't get the story right, I'm sorry. You're not. You're not gonna get a lot of uh, a lot of leeway from me when it's stuff that you could have fixed because there were pieces of the film that added on to the time travel elements to try and again add a sense of. I guess you could say drama or add a sense of, oh, wait a minute. But all that it ended up doing was instead of it giving you this new drama and this tension being built, instead you're like, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense. And wait a minute, if you're going to do this, then you could have done that instead. See, if I had explained the things that I'm just saying, that would be spoilers. Everything I've said so far, not so much. Um, let's see. Andrew Hoyle says Deadpool had time travel down to AT. Exactly. And also it was, it was meant to be a joke. So that, that's forgivable because it was meant to be a joke. <laughs> no, 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 no. Again, the whole suspend your disbelief. There, there is a time and a place for that, but things, the things still need to work. The story still needs to have some core element that is there. And again, that, that's more of a comment you make when you want to subjectively enjoy something. Nothing to do with objectivity. 
Uh, Rob D says, watching reviews of movies is either good or bad for me. Reviews got me to watch Argo and Lead a Battle Angel, which I liked, but also Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I didn't. Yeah, and again, sometimes I'm, I'm sometimes careful with the reviews that I watch because some obviously give away more than others, but yeah, it is what it is. Uh, let's see. Kiko Rogers says, but a solution from the future that is used in the present to eliminate that alternate future is totally believable. Open your mind. <sighs> What? I don't even... That doesn't even make sense to me. Uh, Pat S. says, I gave it a B. I would watch it. Everyone decide for yourself. I had a little issue with the time travel aspect. Some people didn't like it. Most people did. It's not a great sci-fi movie. It's just good. No, 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 no. Again, you enjoyed it, Pat S. You subjectively enjoyed it. It's not an objectively great, good movie. It's... Again, you said... People like the time travel. People did it. No, the time travel does not work. It is a flaw in the story. It is a fatal flaw in the story. If you don't have a good story, you don't have a good movie. I love you, Pat S. But on this one, you're, 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 you're combining elements here. He enjoyed it. A lot of people enjoyed it. That's a fact. A lot of people Enjoy the movie. And if that's all you need to watch it, go right ahead. But if you come out of it saying, oh, that story wasn't, I'll be like, hey, I told you, didn't I? That's also from a uh, random Limp Biscuit album. I told you, didn't I? Drama makes the world go around. Rob D. And I completely agree with you, Odin, on people that basically say, not woke 10 out of 10. Seriously. That's been like the number one thing. I cannot tell you how many videos and reviews that I've seen of people where it's like, it's not woke, everybody. It's not woke, everybody. It's a great movie. No, again, you can enjoy it because it's not woke. But come on. But come on, man. Uh, I don't know who you are, but Tobias, welcome. I didn't see tagged in there. 70B was like, fire! Gary Banjo Sandwich uh, says, watch the Hitman Bodyguard's Wife. It is good action comedy romp. Really? I I haven't heard a lot of positive things coming out from people who have seen it, but hey. Uh, I'm a stickler about breaking in universe rules. You set time travel rules you want to do within a movie, stick to them. Yeah, and that was the biggest problem with Endgame, right? Because Endgame, it wasn't even just that things didn't make sense, which... It didn't, but it also set rules that it didn't follow and then changed the rules and then didn't follow it. Whereas with this one, it, it just, it sets up a world and then it, it's the point where it's almost ignoring the rules that are there and acting as if they don't matter. And that to me is worse because then they are just assuming that if you're watching the movie that you're, that you're and again, I'm not saying that if you like the film that you are an idiot, but I think that the people writing it said, oh, they won't care. Well, I think some people didn't care. But hey, is what it is. It is what it is. Hamilton Berger says, objectively, it is the greatest movie that ever lived. We're talking about the Shawshank Redemption, right? Exactly. Exactly right. <laughs> All right, let me head over to my Odyssey fam. What's going on, Odyssey fam? Uh, no one's tagged me. Again, if you have a comment or question on Odyssey, at Odin, just like everybody else. But Odyssey fam, thank y'all for being here. And make sure y'all light up that fire button. Uh, it really does 
help and mean a lot. All right, let us see what is going on with the rest of the chat. As things, I was like, things kind of randomly seem to have slowed down. Did I did I make some people mad? Did my stream drop by chance? Nope, there we go. I was like, there hasn't been a comment in a while. That's very unlike people. Very unlike people. Um, let us see, let us see. Lag? I don't know why anyone's having the lag. Again, I'm looking over here. My bitrate is still fine, so there's no connection issues there. So I, I don't know why there would be an issue. I don't know why there would be an issue. Kiga Roger says you didn't get my sarcasm. Yeah, I think it was because it was in the middle of other things. And so I was just like, the context and timing of it, I was like, what? What are they talking about? Um, well, uh, fact check, Soul Assassin, I was not giving spoilers. Again, I was, I was not. I was not doing it. I was not giving spoilers. Commenting is dangerous. Commenting is dangerous. What was the original name that you had that they randomly decided to lead? It was Goblin Squatch. Goblin Squatch, welcome back. Commenting is dangerous. Thank you for being here. Uh, Rob D's like, I'm good, no buffering. I would assume most people aren't having buffering issues. And again, I don't know why anyone would have be, you know, would be having any buffering issues, but it is what it is. Well, I guess this would be a good time for me uh, to be able to... Uh, as, okay, good that people are indeed like, yes, I'm still here, guapo! Gary Banjo-Sandra says, I lowered my stream settings and all good. Yeah, so if you're having any type of buffering issues, it might be prudent for you to be able um, to lower your stream settings. Because, again, I do stream out at 1080p 60fps, and not everyone's internet connection might be able to take that. So if you're having those issues, I would recommend that. If you're still having issues, I would recommend... Maybe going to one of the different platforms that I stream to, trying out Odyssey, trying out Periscope, trying out DLive. And if there's still issues going on, then it might be your internet would be the only thing that I can think of. Let's see. Mark 63366 says the greatest time travel movie is Primer. A close second is Time Crimes. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't seen either of either of those. I've always loved as a time travel movie Back to the Future. The difference with Back to the Future is that if you really tried, you could tear that film's logic apart. No question about it. But also, it's a film that is, in the way it is actually constructed, not meant to be taken in a serious light. Whereas with movies like Endgame, and now with The Tomorrow War, they are very serious movies. right? The plots, the stories are taken very seriously. And I think because of that, there is an added expectation that you're going to have some pretty clear-cut stuff. Because in a comedy, right, in a comedy, in a a joke, in things like that, there are a lot more ability to be able to be forgiving for different, different things because you realize that the story is not hinging on that specific element. Whereas with a serious story telling a story about time travel, obviously, then it is a key hinging point that does matter a lot more as such. Anyway. Um, yeah. But since there is a little bit of break, I'll let the comments build back up again. Uh, hey. I am now live um, over on Locals. 
So this is something brand new. Um, that's uh, again, I've had it for a while. I, I've been over there for quite a bit. I think I've been over there since January, but I really haven't done a whole lot either. Uh, Tubu says Odyssey's buffering a lot, but still capable to watch. Oh, I'm again. I'm sorry to hear that. I don't know why there's an issue. Every single thing, as far as my settings are concerned, are the same. So I don't know why. Um, I don't know why there would be an issue. I don't know why there would be an issue. But anyway, getting back to what I was saying before. So I've had a Locals account for a while, and I just never knew what to do with it because since it doesn't have tiers like Patreon and Subscribestar, it really couldn't be a a good alternative to those platforms for that very reason. And then the way that they have it with the charging, it was like, I don't know what to do with this since I can't have any actual tiers. And so what I decided to do was I decided to make it where um, to be a member on Locals is to be equivalent to that of being a uh, Keeper of the Bifrost member. Uh, so for those that don't know what that is, uh, Keeper of the Bifrost level is the $10 a month level. And what it includes is everything from previous tiers. So, for instance, your name gets shouted out at the end of every live stream and video. I always make a July or, you know, a monthly video of all Patreon members, all Subscribestar members, etc. And so this will just be also additional Locals members as well. Uh, here, y'all are, y'all are called subscribers if you choose to subscribe. So you get access to that. Uh, the $5 tier perks you also get, uh, you also get access to, and that includes not just the name shoutouts, but also the ability to be eligible for giveaways. And these are international. I I send Blu-rays and 4Ks out all across the world. Uh, I've sent them halfway across the world uh, in some cases. And so those are open to uh, everyone at those levels, if you're at the uh, $5 level or up. And so you also get access to that. And then what's exclusive to the $10 cube at the Bifrost level is not only do you get all of those things, you also get access to a podcast that I and John the Flick Pick Flickinger, if you don't know who he is, look him up. He's a pretty big, uh, much bigger than I am, YouTuber on movie reviews. He's one of the inspirations that I had uh, as far as you know getting into movie reviews in general and has been one of my favorite YouTubers as far as movies are concerned for a long time. Also, very much fed my Blu-ray uh, physical media collecting addiction as well. And so we have a really great conversation. We try and get it every, uh, we try and get it bi-weekly. We try and get two done in a month period. Uh, sometimes we have things going on because, uh, for instance, John is in the process of moving. I've had baby Thor. And so those have caused some complications, but we get at the very least one out and we try to get more than that out as well. And, um, so you get access to that podcast, and I'm actually going to, this week, upload old podcast episodes, so that way you get access to the entire library of podcast episodes. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to get it up in video form. If not video, then I'll be able to link it where on YouTube they were uploaded originally, and so you'll have access to that link to be able to to watch it. That way, you do still have access to it, but at the very least, I will absolutely be able to upload the podcast versions of those episodes, and so I'll try and get those done uh, by the end of the week. So again, you'll have the whole library there, but also you'll be able to listen to future episodes, and we do a Q&A at the end of every single show, and so I always put a post out, usually uh, at the very latest, the day before we we shoot a podcast, but if you have notifications on, one of the positives of locals is that their notification system is actually pretty good, and so you'll actually be able to know 
whether or not the Q&A post is live. And basically, anything you want to ask, any comment, any question you have for that podcast that you want to address, we will address in that podcast episode. And so, uh, again, I was kind of going back and forth of whether I wanted it to be the $5 level or the $10 level. But because of all of the rich features that Locals has, especially as far as hosting uh, podcasts and being able to upload videos, and I think they're soon going to be doing live streaming too, because it has all that, I wanted it to be the the $10 Keep of the Bifrost level. And again, my hope is once they do, hopefully in the future, add tiers, I'll be able to have the lower tier um, option for people to get shout outs and the $5 tier option. Also, the, uh, the Chosen of Valhalla tier as well. That way people can get all of those things. Plus, with that level, you actually not only get everything that I just mentioned, but also you get to be on the channel with me live once a month. Um, and also, too, that first month you're a chosen of Valhalla member, you get a t-shirt. So that is also, I, I ship all throughout the world. So if any of that sounds interesting to you, obviously you've got Patreon, Subscribestar, but now you also have Locals. But Locals, again, um, is going to be restricted to that Keeper of the Bifrost level. I have a post there right now pinned with that information. And so if you are interested at all in joining the um the locals community that I have over there. Please, uh, I just posted the link. So again, at Odin just posted the link. Head over there. You can follow me for free. Uh, so I'm also planning on, I've been doing obviously the YouTube stories. And so if you don't use YouTube that often or don't want to use YouTube stories um, or you're on locals already and you want to have access to things, what I'm going to start doing is just like I've been doing those um, 60 second videos on Instagram and TikTok. I'm also going to be now uploading them to Locals as well. And so, again, if you use Locals a lot already, you don't have to worry about going between all these different platforms if that is something that you might be interested in seeing uh, and not wanting to be over on YouTube or other platforms. So anyway, uh, if you want to join over there, you can either follow me or you can become a subscriber. And again, if you have if you become a subscriber, you will soon have access to the entire library of podcast episodes that I've done with John and also a couple that I did before John and I teamed up. And also too, uh, the future podcast, which we should be doing one next week. And so there should be a Q&A post coming up in the next day or two. But anyway. <laughs> All right, I think I was able to get the uh, the chat to catch up just a little bit. Um, so let us see what is going on here. Let us see what's going on here. Uh, let's see here. Commenting is dangerous says it was so cool to see you as the centerpiece in the new F, uh, the new art on Friday night tights. Oh yes. I was so happy. I was so happy. Uh, and it wasn't even just me. It was the pizza. The pizza looked delightful. It looked delicious. It looked fantastic. And, uh, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Uh, it was really awesome. All right, let's see here. Rivet Hava says, My favorite time travel movies are Edge of Tomorrow and 12 Monkeys. Edge of Tomorrow is also a solid film. Uh, Rob D says, I really like the 1960 film The Time Machine. The idea of going so far into the future that technology has died out seems right to me for some reason. Yeah, I think I've only actually seen the newer adaptation that existed, what, early 2000s, mid-2000s? Sorry to hear so many people have had so many buffering issues tonight. It makes me very sad. I don't know why. I don't know what the issue is doing this. 
Cooper Viper 999. What's up? Yeah, I was able to upgrade uh, upgrade my webcam. It's been what close to a month now. So it's one that can do 4K, but I have it at 1080p 60fps because as you, it's nice and clean, and then also the the wider angle as well. I can get it closer too, but I like it where it is. Gary Banjo Sandwich. Disney just dropped a Japanese-inspired animation series trailer coming September. Oh Lord, great. We get to see them steal idea, steal ideas from Japanese cinema. Just what all of us wanted, right? That that's what the people wanted. That's just what all of us want. <laughs> Hamilton Burger says no tears. Local sounds pretty communist. I'm out. It's just mostly a new service, and they're trying to get. I think the big thing they're working on now is their live streaming because right now it's in beta, and they're hoping to have that available for all creators. So I think that's actually a pretty cool thing Um, because they really are trying to make locals into a competitor with a lot of different sites. So however they decide to implement live streaming could be a game changer, but we'll we'll have to wait and see on that. We'll have to wait and see on that. Um, Let's see. Dabman Walking 55, welcome to the chat. Glad to see you here. I think I angered some people because <laughs> some people disappeared. Uh, and that was not my intention. I was not trying to scold anyone. I'm sorry if it came across that way. That was not my intention at all. Again, if, if you enjoy a film, hey, no, no issue at all with you enjoying a film. Uh, but at the same time, I, I can't deny the reality of what I see in front of me. Just, I just can't do it. It's not in me. Not to mention, I, I am the critic who is a cynic. So I don't know what else some may have expected. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know why you'd have to put it down to 144 unless it's the internet. Golden Ration says, cultural appropriation. Commenting is dangerous, says, are we ever going to get a stream where we get to watch you learn how to light your green screen? <laughs> uh, commenting is dangerous. Goblin Squatch, thank you for that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I got a bit roasted last night uh, because of my disgusting background. And I mentioned that I have a green screen. And I'm glad that you picked up on that because they instead were, were making fun of me for, you know, or making fun of a uh, laughing at a comment that someone else said saying, you can use the green screen to cover up the baby. Um, but my point was that I have a green screen. I could totally use it. I just, I don't know how to light it up. I'm just not very good with that because I actually do have these lights that someone had sent me, but I get so nervous with it because I already feel like there's so much power being used in this room just with the setup that I have. I'm just afraid that I'm going to blow something up. And so part of me kind of wants to see if there's like a simple LED option to get it just lit enough behind me. Um, because that could obviously uh, lead to a lot of a lot of fun in the future. But yeah. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that golden ration, dude. I don't know what's going on. As I said, I... I was not seeing any issues on my end of it, um, so I don't know. Also, on Odyssey, I'll go ahead and post that link to locals if y'all are interested, and then I'll also post it again uh, to all the platforms over here as well. Uh, let's see. Thank you all again if you're on Odyssey and you've uh, supported the channel. And again, I apologize if y'all are having any 
crazy, crazy issues. Crazy, crazy issues. Still 53 people watching. Uh, again, please make sure that you smash that like button. It really does mean a lot. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. All right. Uh, what was I going to check, though? There was something I was going to check. It's like, as at 480p, it still lags from time to time. Oh, that's right. I was going to go to Restream and see if this has anything to say about the matter. It says 1920 by 1080, 60 FPS. Says the bit rate is just fine. So yeah, uh, everything I'm looking at has it as it normally is. So I yeah, I, I don't know what the issue would be. Um, <laughs> the D Live fam just kind of gave up. <laughs> There's no one watching on D Live anymore. Um, I wonder if there was issues. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I don't know. That makes me sad though. It makes me sad. I don't like when the people uh, the people have the stuff that they are um, having issues with. Star Wars Visions trailer just came out. It's anime Star Wars. Is that okay? Is that the one that was just mentioned then about the Japanese inspired one? I I haven't seen it yet, but I remember when they first announced it. I'm like, that could be cool, but it's also Disney. So, Orange Reviews. Did you see the Jurassic World Dominion intro with the two dinos? It was CGI. It looked horribly like anamorphic puppetry um no i haven't because in order to see that i think you had to see fast nine and i'm like but i I, yeah i don't think i don't think that is something that i would uh have any interest in seeing in order just to see that but i don't have a lot of high hopes for the jurassic world universe i just don't I have a lot of kudos to to Colin Trevorrow because he is at least kind to fans and and kind to criticism that he gets. And obviously that film also is a franchise that features Chris Pratt. And I like Chris Pratt. I like Chris Pratt. But it's it's just not good. <laughs> especially those especially um especially the visual effects. The visual effects just really are incredibly rough. Uh, by the way, Edgardo Martinez, thank you for becoming a member at the Citizen of As Guardian level. I very much um, appreciate it. Let's see. Dadman Walking 55 says, Don't hold back on how you feel about any movie. Agree with you more than I disagree. Well, Dadman Walking, thank you very much for that, man. And yeah, we're going to disagree. We're going to disagree. If people agreed on everything all the time, that wouldn't be a very interesting world at all. One of the things that I love about this community is that we are constantly we're, we're constantly disagreeing on things. We're constantly disagreeing on things, and it allows us to engage into, I think, fruitful discussion. The thing that I've always tried to make clear about just my, my philosophy when it comes to looking at movies is that there's clearly an objective quality that exists in filmmaking, and then there's clearly a subjective view that one has of said film. And the example that I always use is The Room. You cannot possibly argue that that film is objectively good. You can point to so many things that are objectively bad. And yet, so many people subjectively enjoy the film. But if someone came out and said, this is a bad movie, I wouldn't have an argument. I'd be like, no, you're right. This is not a good film. 
This, this, that's not a good movie. But I still enjoy it. That, that's how you, that's how you word that. Let's see. Soul Sass in a comment I wanted to read here says, I'm not a fan of having multiple social platforms. Don't get the time or the patience for people's BS. No, yeah. Uh, Soul Sass and I agree, man. And again, that's the reason why I have multiple platforms. And the reason why I do is so that way everyone has an option. Is so that everyone has a way. And so it doesn't restrict anyone from having access to, to any of the things. But you do not have to follow me on a thousand different platforms to get access to different things. When it comes to this, again, when it comes to this new announcement of locals, I have no idea. I put out a poll out there and I said, who's already on locals? Who would be interested in using locals? And it was like close to 50% of the people answering the poll out of over 100 people. So I'm like, okay, that's like 50 people out there. So if none of those 50 people are actually were actually serious and, and none of them sign up and, and become members, then hey, it is what it is. But if there are people who would want to support the channel but don't want Patreon because Patreon is obviously problematic for a lot of different reasons or don't quite trust or like what Subscribestar is. Subscribestar does have some issues, especially when it comes to notifications. You know, that this is at the very least an option. It's very at least an option for them. But I, I, I totally agree, Soul Assassin. And again, that's why when it comes to locals, if you're signing up for, your lo- if you're, signing up for locals, you're, you're getting the same thing that you would get on Patreon or Subscribestar at the Keeper of the Bifrost level, with the only difference being that if you're following me there, I'm also going to be uploading videos that I've also uploaded to YouTube or Instagram. So if you're already on those platforms, then you would need to get access to that kind of stuff. So again, it's it's mostly to give people access to be able to support the channel if they want to. And again, I hope that they're able to open up different tiers soon because then I can be like, oh, now there's several different levels that you can get in on over there. Uh, father is back. I think father missed a, a good portion of the conversation. Jeremy, uh, Zakowski says just watch Disney's 20,000 leagues under the sea. I forgot how much I love that film. Oh, the old school movie. I remember liking that a lot back in the day. Uh, father says, I like to, I like to wish a happy treason day to our British friends. <laughs> Commenting is dangerous says I was laughing at the thought of your current background was a green screen. Also, Something tells me that I probably would end up being in the position where it would just be the green screen and nothing would be taken out. <laughs> like, so like, like, oh yeah, I use green screen and then it's just a green screen behind me. Like no, no chroma key or anything like that. That'd be, that'd be so funny. Maybe I'll do that. Kingslayer America. Oh, here it is. Laura says, still here even after your 80s Dune review. I know. I know, Laura, I know. But again, we, we disagree. And that also comes down to the fact that I, I just don't understand how anyone likes that director. I, I, I just, David Lynch makes no sense to me at all. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. I like it too. I think it has class. I think it has personality. And it allows me to 
point to things and, and show things. And sure, things don't make sense. And yeah, if my desk was reversed this way and my Blu-ray collection shelf was in the background, that would make a lot more sense. But hey. Gary Banjo Sandwich says, series called Star Wars Vision for a new show. Interesting. Very interesting. Matthew Highland says here, the director of The Tomorrow War is going to direct the Nightwing movie. I didn't know there was a Nightwing movie going ahead. And to be honest, I think that could be a good call. Because I didn't have a big issue with the direction of the of the movie. My my issue, my biggest issue came down to the writing. Uh, Punk Waddle, what's up, man? I didn't leave my internet friend, uh, my internet timed out. I don't blame you for being a stickler for following the in the world lose on sci-fi. Punk, yeah, I wasn't saying it was uh, it was you, Punk Waddle. It was just that there was a lot of people like commenting, and then it just like everything stopped. And it seemed to be that it was because of some buffering issues, unfortunately. Um, but I just wanted to make sure because some never seem to have come back, and I always just want to make sure everyone's okay. Always want to make sure. Because as we all know, sometimes things don't quite um, translate well. But Punk Waddle, thank you for still being here. It's like, I'm still here, guapo! Uh, (laughs) But yeah, and again, I still respect anyone that enjoyed the film. I have no issue if you enjoyed it. None whatsoever. Uh, It shouldn't be the CPU. Uh, I saw someone mention that. shouldn't be the CPU. But... Golden Ration here says, did you use the power of infinity of infinity streaming stones? Well, depends on what you mean. Um, if I was using them prior to Loki, then I wouldn't have any issues because I'd have all the power. However, if we're using them post-Loki, obviously that uh, they're like paperweights and so they don't matter anymore. So it is what it is. Someone says, I'm leaning towards quirky. I think I'm pretty quirky. Phila the Hobbit, Alan, over on Odyssey, just saying, sorry, over on DLive, saying, how dare you? How dare you? Well, thank you for for being there. Let's see. uh, Punk Waddle says, what about a light that has a high enough setting to cook your pizza as well? And that's the thing, because then the, the room, that's probably why I'm looking more in the direction of LEDs, because then the room would get very hot, and it would get uncomfortable, and I would sweat. I already have the fan on, and I have it on because I like wearing my jacket. It's part of who I am. Yeah, there's times when I have the shirt out and everything, or different shirts, but I like having it. It's nice and comfy, and when it's just a little bit on the cold side, I like it, man. I like it. Uh, let's see. Mark63366 says, Your silky smooth voice is still coming through. Oh. Okay, I just saw... Okay, there should be an issue right now. What is going on? Why are you doing that? All right, there should have been buffering at that moment. And now it's like going crazy. All right, I'm going to test something out real quick. Actually, let me see what I set what I set this to. Um, what did I set that to? All right, this this might cause issues for the Odyssey fam. This might cause issues for the Odyssey, Odyssey fan. Let me try. Let me try it. Okay. So I just changed the setting for the stream for the Odyssey stream. 
So hopefully it might be coming through better for y'all. And hopefully it also might be coming through better for YouTube people. So again, I did just see uh, it did go into the red again over here. So I'm wondering if that's been what's been happening is that it's been around. I have this plugin on OBS that allows me to stream to Odyssey, but it's I basically it's a separate stream in Odyssey or rather in OBS. So basically I'm putting out 4,500 bit rate plus 3,500 bit rate, which was a, for a separate stream source. My internet can handle it because I know my internet speed, but um, I'm wondering if it was because I had it set to the same encoder that that may have caused the issue. So anyway, I hope everything comes through okay, and I hope I'm still coming through fine on Odyssey as well. If anyone is a double person on Odyssey and can say, hey, it looks okay, uh, let me know. But let us see these last comments because we do have to wrap things up. Uh, let us see. Laura says, I've seen green screens that attach to the back of your computer chair. Yeah, no, but here, that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, that would make it so much easier, I think. The issue, though, is that because it would still be there, shadows would still cast because I'm in front of it. And I already have a green screen. It's like an actual legit green screen. My, uh, my, my mother-in-law actually got it for me as a gift. And I, I've never, like, officially used it. I tried setting it up and working it out, and then the light just wasn't enough. And then I tried setting up lights once, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I feel like I'm baking right now because there were, like, can lights. And uh, it wasn't very good. So I already have it, and it's it's available. And I, I have a basic understanding of how to get the chroma key. every. But the issue was the chroma key is that it was not able to... Um, Stephanie B says... Uh, Tech talk is not my jam. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Steph. But yeah, I, I the, the basic thing is I already have a green screen. I just have not been able to make it work. Uh, Damn it, Walk 55 says the new Velociraptor ride at Universal has both Howard and Pratt in the pre-show to the ride. He was definitely on fire even in that short, silly ride video. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Tell them... Tell What? So... I read it the first one, David, because, yeah, you didn't tag correctly, and this time you did. But tell them is the processor or CPU. So, again, that doesn't make any sense to me. The processor is the CPU. The CPU and processor are the same thing. The question would make more sense would if you were asking me, is it the graphics card or is it the CPU? That would make a little bit more sense to me. But <laughs> I'm very confused. Father, yes, exactly. Johnny's my best friend. I know. He's your best friend. Carrie Banjo's sandwich. Worthington. Tomorrow World is as good as Fast... Tomorrow War... Tomorrow War... I know what you were trying to say there. Is as good as Fast 9. Why do they make stuff that sucks and cancel great TV shows like Manifest and Lovecraft Lovecraft Country? I haven't seen Fast 9, so I wouldn't... I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Uh, Let's see... Rob D, I think a good way of putting is there's a difference between a movie that's liked and a movie that deserves to be in the Library of Congress. Ooh, that's actually, I do like that, Rob D. But again, I think it's simpler just to say objective versus subjective. I don't know. I, 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 I think that makes sense. I'm sorry if I'm not. Uh, Punkwad says, I believe in respectful and uh, I believe in respectful nerd conversations. We don't have to agree, but we can still get along. Exactly. One of the best parts about going to a movie when I was younger um, was the parking lot conversations. 
You, you, you watch the film, you spend two hours in the parking lot, and what are you doing? You're debating with all your friends, and it's fun. Or you're liking the film together with all your friends. Both are fun for very, very different reasons. And yes, Soul Assassin, if I ever got the green screen up, there probably would be something to do with pizza in the background. Uh, 70B, I think that's a great point. She is one of the Valks on the channel, by the way. Shout out to Stephanie B. Shout out to Stephanie B for being here tonight. For being my general of the Valkyries. And also, shout out to Laura for being around as one of my mods tonight, too. Thank you again, Laura and Stephanie B. Y'all are great. I think I just realized, yeah, because I think Tina had plans. Or did I just blank out? Because I don't think... I don't think I saw Tina tonight. I knew one, because I thought one or both of y'all were out tonight. But yeah, shout out to Stephanie B for being awesome. BS yes, pizza will have to be involved in some way. Happy Fourth America. I have some U.S. blood in my family. My grand my grandfather was American. Gary, Gary Banjo Sandwich, then you are essentially American. Uh, we need a Friday night sight stream where everyone's smoking a 19th century pipe and arguing in old English accents. I would not be smoking the pipe. However, I would totally use an empty one as a prop and do everything else that you just said. David Lynch went to high school in my hometown. Ooh. Ooh. All right, Orange Hat. Uh, if that background was a green screen, then the lighting on the Allfather bald head is well done, considering we can see the light in the mirror, exactly. And that would be another reason to get it, is to block out the mirror more than anything else. Uh, is there also, can you, if y'all could slow things down just a little bit, because uh, I do want to wrap things up. Uh, Jeremy Zikowski says, yeah, made in 1954 with really good cast. Really love the soundtrack to that film. And did you know the same guy who made Giant Squid is the one who made Jaws? Interesting. Uh, Laura says, oh, I love the Dune book and movie. I, I don't like any other David Lynch movie. Okay, I can respect that. <laughs> I can totally respect that. Andrew says, if you have a green screen, then you need the boulder from Raiders perpetually rolling down from behind you. Yeah, I'm sure that won't get annoying to, to people having this giant boulder come towards them at all, all hours of the day. I love your take on Zatsuichi. Thank you, David Stout. Yeah, Zatsuichi, I've been loving. Loving it. Loving, loving, loving. Ooh, okay. Now it's saying there's a connection issue over here on the restream end. That's odd. Okay. I don't know what is going on. Oh, Lord. Okay. I don't know if I'm coming through for anyone tonight. So I'm going to stop the Odyssey stream. Did I just lose internet? Is that the thing? I don't know. It's still being recorded. So, um, oh yeah, I just lost internet. I'm wondering if that was the overall issue there. So we'll wait and see if I come back on because for other people, this will uh, be something that you'll be able to hear um, as such. But uh, yeah, um, okay. I don't know if y'all can see me or if y'all can hear me. Or not. Oh, that's a lot of lost frames there. That's a lot of lost frames there. Yeah, my internet went out that time. My internet went out that time. Okay. I think I'm back. I think I'm back. My net went 
down should be back. Um, so yeah, well, I think that's the sign from the heavens that uh, we need to <laughs> wrap things up. <laughs> so David Carradine and Primark Vulcan, thank you for subscribing to the channel. Um, yeah, everything, everything died. Everything died. Uh, my jacket was uh, absolutely, um, it's the same jacket every single time, Father. It's the same jacket every single time. Father, I did not pee on a <laughs> my cat didn't river river and Willa did not pee on a router. I don't know what happened. It, it it happens very rarely, but there are times that my um that my router will kick out. I don't know if it's EPB or if it's the router itself. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But anyway, I'm gonna have to skip some comments because I don't know how long I'm actually gonna be live now. Uh, with that having happened one time. So, um, yeah. So, no, I would actually say it's probably the, uh, it's probably the internet issue. Sedeby says, hey, oh, Chief, Tina had plans with friends. Yay. Yay. Uh, I think I did remember that, uh, David Stats. Okay. It's all right. It's all right. Indeed, God bless to you. Riff Magos, Riff Magos. You have a good one as well. Uh, shout out to everyone. Uh, thank you again all for being here. Yeah, Philly the Hobbit, it should be back now. And as I said before, that is not what happened. Um, yeah, we are indeed back. Check my Streamlabs, Riff Magos says. Yeah, I wonder if the if it disconnected um, if, you, if you sent a donation. So... Okay, let me see if I can find the message to it. Because for some reason, it did not. Let's refresh that. Maybe it showed up. There it is. Okay. So, Riff Magos ended the stream for us nicely. Riff Magos, thank you for the $5 donation via Streamlabs. Thank you for donating via Streamlabs, man. He says here, Hail Odin, I couldn't let you finish your stream without sharing some love. Tolkien and Star Wars live on in wonderful books. Amen, brother. Absolutely, Riff Magos. Thank you so much. I'm getting more people saying buffering. Oh, no. Okay, so we're just going to end this show. I have no idea where I'm still alive. Uh, you guys have been fantastic. Um, and I'm just going to hold off on shouting out YouTube peeps tonight because I don't know if I open up a tab if it's going to mess things up or not. Um, but shout out to all the YouTube members, especially those at the $5 up level or not. And also, again, if you want to support the channel over at Locals.com, I do not have a Locals account. It is essentially the same as the Keeper of the Bifrost level on all the different platforms. So check it out. Uh, the post on there is free for everyone to view because uh, it just explains what is included in that. But yeah, thank you all very much. Sorry for all of the random internet issues. I might have to just run a speed test and see if I've just had internet issues all along and my maybe my router just needs to be uh, uh, reset. Sometimes that needs to happen every now and then. But anyway, Rivmagos, dude, thank you so very much. So very much. I was not able to watch the uh, the nonsense stream today. Wasn't there uh, the whole conference today? I think Father may have done uh, some coverage on that. Um, but yeah, uh, before I go, though, I hope everyone has a very, very blessed 4th of July tomorrow. Uh, enjoy some time with family. Uh, maybe enjoy a hot dog. Enjoy a hot dog. Enjoy some, uh, some burgers, something like that. Also, with Baby Thor going to daycare this week, 
Uh, be on the lookout for possibly uh, some new streams. Not that maybe not new stream stuff, but maybe more night stent as uh, more time spent in the Discord. You know where I'm watching movies, but it's like we're we're watching them together. I did it a couple times already this summer, but I might actually be able to do it a little bit more consistently or on a schedule uh, with more time. But anyway. Uh, that's going to be enough for me <laughs> again. Thank you, Stephanie B, for so much for being my mod tonight, for being my Valkyrie. Also, shout out to Laura. Thank you for being here, too, to help mod. Uh, you guys are all amazing, beautiful people. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your night and day. And here is the July shout-out video. And again, if you want your name shouted out, you can uh, become a member over on Patreon, Subscribestar, or now on Locals. Have a wonderful day, every single person out there. It's been a very weird internet night. Uh, Punk Waddle totally agree with you and it looks like it may have been my end all along anyway you guys are great have a wonderful day everybody and as always god bless and now for a huge shout out to all of my July Patreon and Subscribestar members Andrew Hoyle Bifford de Hobbit Brian P Dion Don Bruno de la Mancha Father Christopher Miller hail to you father Father Damien Cook Garrett Searles Harold Francis Inflamed Wood it's a trap Productions, Jason Clark, Jacob Juice, Jeffrey Toon, Jonathan Carney, Laura, the Modern Major General's Story, Mike Jackson, Mad Mitch Dunaway, Mr. Peabody and his evil twin with the beautiful hair, On to June, Orange Hat Reviews, Out of Step with Reality, Priscilla Hall, Riff Magos, Rosetta Allen, Teresa Martin, Theodore Benden, Tina B, and Tina Bojan. Thank you all very much for supporting me over on Patreon. And also to my Subscribestar members, Fast Reaction, Nosferatu Gatsu, John B, Perpetual Punster, Mr. Roy, Glinzer, J. Alex McCarthy Jr., Dean Heiss slash the new number two, J. Ra the Beer Guru, and ZK Man. Thank you all very much for being here today. And if you want to have your name shouted out at the end of every single live stream and video on the channel, please make sure to check out the links in the description of ways that you can support me over on Patreon and Subscribestar as well. It gives you access to things like giveaways of Blu-rays, 4Ks, and digital codes. Also, a uh, access to a podcast that I do with John the Flickpick Flickinger. Where we have a lot of fun. We also answer Q&A questions as well. And also you might get access to the Chosen of Valhalla level, which gives you access to a once a month podcast exclusively where I bring on you to the main channel with everyone else who is at the level. And we all just talk about movies, pop culture, and tons of fun stuff like that. And also, of course, Tina, who is the Empress of the Universe, is going to give us tons of reviews of movies and also maybe a couple of awesome rants here and there as well. So if that sounds fun to you, make sure you go ahead and check out those links. Again, you're all amazing and beautiful people. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. And as always, God bless.